This podcast is presented to you by Pastor Matt Bolin of Faith Christian Family Church in Lubbock, Texas. For more information, visit faithchurchlubbock.com. You know, as we go throughout the week, sometimes things happen to us that we didn't plan for, things that we didn't expect. Um, I can remember my wife and I, we had bought a new car, and we went out to eat with some friends. And we had had the car maybe a week and it's sitting in the parking lot. It's not night. It's the middle of the day. We went for lunch. And we come back out, and there's this giant just dent in our car. And I'm like, are you kidding me? The, I mean, we haven't owned this thing less than a week, and all of a sudden we've got this dent sitting in it. And I'm going, what is the problem here? And I remember going through it, and all of a sudden I just realized God saying, just trust me. Just trust me. Because I had an opportunity to lose my cool. I had an opportunity to get frustrated. And I realize this, we deal with those things every day. Everybody has an opportunity to handle things one way or the other. But that's where we keep asking God to grace us with that peace. Grace us with the peace every single day, that we may make good decisions, that we may honor you with our decisions, our words, and our actions. And I'm telling you, if you're not careful, you'll fall for it real quick. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about my week this week. It's been an interesting week for me, so, or for my family. So, um, but you know what? God's still God. And that means today's a good day because God's in my life today. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and move forward. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to 2 Timothy chapter 3. We're going to find out what the Bible is all about tonight. And one of the things that I want to talk about tonight is this. The power of our words can affect so much more than we ever think. The power of our words have to build a future or destroy a future that quick. We have to learn to trust the word and continue to rely on it. Start speaking these words. And so the title of the message tonight is The Words We Use. The Words We Use. And so as you're going to uh, 2 Timothy, we're going to go ahead and pray. Let's pray again. Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be into your house. Lord, to be in your presence is, there's nothing better. So, Father, I thank you for just the opportunity. You said where two or more are gathered, you would be there in the midst. And so, Father, I thank you that you're here to meet with us tonight. Father, that you would teach us and guide us and lead us tonight. Father, that our hearts would be open to receive your word. Lord, let us be affected. Let us be changed. Let us be forever taught how important our words can truly be. And so, Father, I ask that you would help me to speak this message giving me thoughts and ideas, things that I'd plan on not saying so the life would be affected and changed tonight and truly know, Father, how much you love each and every one of us. And so, Lord, I thank you for what you're doing. I trust in you and I rely on you. Help me tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, Actually, let's do this to save time. We're going to go to two scriptures. You you should be in 2 Timothy 3.16. Put your finger there and then like go over, flip over to the other side and you should have one of these little uh, ribbons. Put it in John chapter 11. John chapter 11. That'll save us time because we're going to hit that here in just a minute. And then flip back over to 2 Timothy 3.16. So, and then stand up and do the hokey pokey. But uh, we're going to keep going on right there. (laughs) 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. We're going to read this out of the New International Version. It says this. It says, all scripture is God-breathed and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And then verse 17, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. We have an opportunity to understand that this word right here, this scripture, explains why we want to have the Bible in our lives. 
All scripture is God-breathed. Everything is written directly from God. It is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Every one of those things are to help us. And that's what we have to come back to. We have to understand that when we read this scripture, when we're reading the word of God, it is to help us. It's to cut off the edges that are rough. It's to help create this amazing, amazing thing that God calls this this life. And when he talks about life, he doesn't talk about this small little thing. He talks about this giant life. We serve an amazing God. You know, one of the things I love about God is that he never stops. God is better than any Energizer bunny you'll ever see in your life. When you talk about the universe, which, which is one of the most fascinating things to me, I love, 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 love studying about the universe. They, the speed of light is so fast that, that, that we, have a, we can't even see it. If we were to shut the lights off in here, it went pitch black and we kicked the lights back on, it would go so fast that we could not watch it go from here all the way down. It moves so fast, and that's how fast God is moving right now because the universe is still expanding in every direction, this way, that way, any way, in that exact same speed that it started the moment God said, let there be light. He never stops. He keeps moving and he keeps moving in our lives, and that's the thing that we need to understand is that when he's talking about this scripture, He's talking about that it's for you and I. And tonight, I want to walk you through a journey on something that helped me more than I could ever tell you. And so I'm going to help you. I hope through the scripture we'll be able to understand it and, and, and learn something incredible about it. The Bible is something that we have to involve in our lives every single day. I will tell you this, that when you're having a tough time, nine times out of ten, it's because you're not getting in the Word enough. Doesn't mean you're going to have an easy day. But it does mean that you're allowing the peace of God to come into your life. When you allow the peace of God to come into your life, you may have a giant car wreck and you're going, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Eh, it just happens. It just happens. And I'll tell you this, I'll be honest with you, there are days that I find it's hard for me to find time to get in the Word of God. And I work for a church. I don't get to just sit here and pray all day. I don't get to just sit and read the Word of God all day. It, it, it's hard. I have to discipline myself to get into the Word of God because just like everyone that deals with stuff, we all have things to do. And those things take the place of the Word of God if we're not careful. That's why we've got to get into it. This week I had a, we've had an interesting week. Um, Monday I, I went home and I, I was, uh, I, I got home, I was going to pick up the kids and so I, I run to the house real quick and then they like to walk home so I meet them at the street because it's kind of busy right there so I help them to get across. Well, I, I get home, and I, I go running in. I'm kind of in a hurry, and I open the door, and I hear this sound, and it sounds like this. Shh. Well, I, I know this much. I may not be a true handyman, but I know this. When I hear that sound, it's not a good thing. And I remember that morning, uh, my wife had, had said, well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and make uh, this tortilla soup, and we're going to put it in the crock pot. And we'll leave it going all day. Well, we do a lot of things in the crock pot. And so when I came in, my first thought was, I wonder if something happened to the crock pot. That maybe like steam is coming out or something. And so I walked around and in our house, we have two ways of kind of going in. You can go in the living room or you can kind of walk around through the dining room into the kitchen. So I walked in there and I looked and the, the soup and everything is fine. And I'm looking around. I still hear this sound. Shh. Well, it's, it's pretty loud. And I'm going, oh, no, that's a pipe. There's something, water is spraying somewhere in my house or outside my house. 
And, and so I'm looking around, and I'm in the kitchen. I'm thinking, it's got to be a pipe down there, and it's not there. And I realize it's not in this room. So I go walking around this little, little bar area where our bar stools are and stuff, and then I go onto the living room, and I'm kind of looking around, and I'm just walking like this, and I'm just here. Oh, no. I, I, I start walking through, and every step I take, it's getting louder and louder, which means it's wetter and wetter. And I realize my entire living room is flooded. I didn't realize it was flooded until the carpet tech people came out and told me it was flooded. So um, I said, it's kind of wet. He's like, you kind of undersold that a bit. But um, I made it into one of our bathrooms, one of our half baths that is right off the living room. The toilet had a crack in the tank and water was just coming out. Now that's a tough thing to come home to on a Monday afternoon. First of all, it's a Monday. So, you know, those are always fun to start the week off. But, you, you know, you come home and then you're like, oh, no. And all this stuff happens. I call a friend of mine who, who's with Carpet Tech, and I, I, I said, hey, what do I do here? And he's like, well, how wet is it? And I said, well, it's, it's, it's pretty wet. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's pretty wet. And so he goes through, and he's like, well, I'll just come by and see it. And he gets there, and he goes, uh, you kind of undersold this a bit. This is what we consider a flood. I was like, oh, good to know. Good to know. Now that will help me. Well, it has flooded our, our bedroom, our living room, our closets, uh, went into our laundry room. It went pretty much the entire uh, bottom floor has uh, concrete now because all the carpet has been ripped up. And uh, we've got fans everywhere. Uh, I walked in there today and it was 98 degrees out. It was 98 degrees inside. It was only 80 degrees outside. So that's always exciting to walk into. But I, I realized this is that everything that happens to us does not happen because God is saying, oh, you've done something bad this week. Everything happens because it just happens sometimes. But we have a choice on how we handle it. Do we choose to get mad and kick the toilet and do all these different things? Why did you break? And, or we can stop and say, hey, it happens. You know what? I look at it this way. My wife and I wanted to get new carpet. Insurance is going to help us get some new carpet. So that's pretty exciting right there. So we're excited about this. We'll see. Tonight we're staying there, and so it'll be interesting. It's going to be a little loud, but it'll be fun. Um, but what I want you to understand about this is that God never wants bad things to happen to his kids. Just like all of us don't want bad things to happen to our kids. But he wants us to utilize the things that help us. And that's when we go back. All scripture is God-breathed and useful and useful. It's useful in every one of our lives. And that's what we keep coming back to. Um, throw up Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16 on the screen, if you would. This is out of the Amplified Version. If you can put that up there for me. Um, read this. We're going to read it, and I'll, I'll, I'll read it here. Let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for all for our failures, and find grace to help in good times for every need, appropriate help, and well-timed help coming just when we need it. Now that scripture right there is an amazing scripture. But you know what? That seems like some of those scriptures, I, I associate it to this. I've never owned a million dollars. And so a million dollars sounds good. I just don't know what it's like. And that's sometimes how we look at that scripture. That sounds good. That sounds real good. But I don't think that's for me. I, I just, I, you don't know what I've done. 
You don't know how bad I was this week. But it keeps coming to it. Let us. Wait a minute. Let us. He didn't designate that it was for those good people or those people that made better decisions today or that person who opened the Bible today. It says, let us then fearfully and confidently and boldly go to the throne room of God. Listen, this is what it comes down to, is when we start to understand the scripture, it changes the way that we talk to God. We start utilizing this and realizing that this isn't just some book, that this is a a book written for me. These are instructions to help me. We need to boldly come to the throne, because not only that, this key word right here is why we get to boldly come into the throne room, draw near to the throne of grace. Grace is the reason why we can boldly, confidently, and fearlessly go to the Lord. Because whether we understand it or not, nobody in this room deserves to go boldly into the throne room of God without a a man named Jesus as their Lord and Savior. That's what it comes back down to. When we trust and we rely on those things, all of a sudden we can boldly go into the throne room of God. And I want you to understand this, because... When we boldly do things, it changes the way we do everything. It changes the way we walk through this life, knowing that I've got a Lord and Savior that loves me and that wants to serve and and wants me to follow after him and that wants me to serve like him, to love like him, to, to talk like him, to be like him. That's what God created us to do. He created us from the inside out. I can remember as, as a freshman in high school, and as I was, I was going through this, these, these, these visions started coming back up. When I was a freshman in high school, I remember getting invited to play with the varsity basketball team. And I thought, wow, this is really cool. But I never thought I deserved to be there. And so every game that I played with them, I played awful. Because 